This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Got Eric with me. Eric, how are you doing? And how's your 2023? Hey, Todd. Been? You know, well, 2023 has been highs, lows, ups, downs, you know, the all the cliches that you would say. But in, in general, I would have to say the year has been been very kind in many ways. I've uh, accomplished a couple lifelong dreams, which, you know, uh, proud to share with the community and hopefully uh, it'll inspire everyone else to do the same excellent yes or or if nothing else we can inspire 2024 to at least try and you know keep up its end of the bargain right and try and keep pace with 2020 yeah which you will and, sh- <laughs> and shy away from everything that the years were from oh i don't know 2016 to 2020 sure, sure. well those are the growing years todd those are you know the awkward <laughs> yeah. teenage years obviously for us all yeah you know but yes. needless to say you, now let let me start by saying there are a few things that has been problematic over the last couple of years. And it's not so much the years themselves, uh, you know, 2022 or 2023, but um, the whole aging process has, you know, I found myself visiting chiropractors and doctors and, and so forth, because as I get older, it tends to, um, I tend to find myself getting hurt more often, even with yeah. no fault of my own. But in 2022, I believe I did throw out a hip by moving a mm. uh, toy box. And that, right. which, which, right. you know, the hip actually turned into what I thought was lower back, but luckily we got that all solved and got a good regimen and, and I've been stretching, uh, every single day for the year and hope that will not happen again. Now this year, Todd, I found myself having like a pinched nerve in the neck. <laughs> so yeah. the stretching has not solved that because essentially it is from my sitting seated position from working that now that I have right. these nice weird arm and back and, and random stuff so we're slowly getting that out but i do i feel that is from uh turning you know 38 and 39 so we'll we'll blame that yeah no, that's it yeah aging aging is no fun right. uh, i'm not even going to get into the list of various functions that my body no longer wants to participate in or, or you know body parts that just they're not playing the game right anymore. well that's what i was going to say todd this is your floor if you have any gripes about that this is the time you know, speak. Oh, we're festivusing this episode. Well, okay. that's that's. I guess that's well, an option. Figured, you know, if we're going to talk about the good things, get the bad things out of the way first, end on a high that's, note. That's fair. right. That's fair. You know, Eric, it's it's weird because normally, I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a pretty okay guy, but it's it normally I'm I'm really apt and can easily be persuaded to, to start bitching about right. something. Yet, strangely, when you put me on the spot and say, "Todd, open platform, let it all loose," my brain just goes, "Uh." <laughs> Fuck, life is good. I don't know. Hey, like, I'm listen. I'm not. You could have worse problems. Right, right. <laughs> no, that's. I'm not going to mess with you there. I'm not going to try to pry anything yeah, else. No. I mean, really, that's. I think that's the downfall of most of my stuff. You know, was that my body is deciding to fail. You know, slowly, like nothing yeah, horrible. Think... You know, nothing, nothing that's like. Comp- nothing can... diagnosable. Right, right. <laughs> But it's enough to complain about. I mean, if you're not able to, you know, sit for long periods of time without your arm going numb or your thumb is constantly numb, hey, it's worth a gripe. But 
Oh yeah, no. Well, I think my thing is is that my my I've been on the decline for well ten years longer <laughs> well, than you. Well, you probably started uh, to where it just it's it's not new in to, in twenty twenty three. Like yeah, my back my lower back has sucked for some time right. now, so it's just you know it's faded into the background. Right. Well, that's it. So, I mean, I personally, and and go on the record here, because I've been saying a long period of time. So, I turned 39 in October. So, next year, I will be 40. But officially, I yeah. when I turned 38 is when I started having all problems. So, I know at this point in time, what age do you become old? It's 38. At 38 is the official right. age in which you start breaking down. That's when, like, my knees started feeling funny when I'd walk upstairs. Obviously, moving right. things. At, like, if you don't stretch... Um, you physically, no matter what you do, uh, you can't lose weight. <laughs> like it's just imp- right. <laughs> it's right. just so at the age of 38. So all you young uh, whippersnappers, when you turn 38, just be ready. Be ready, because uh, I think that is the yes. age of failure. So well, that's. Uh, I mean that 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 sounds that sounds about about rightish. But you know somewhere listen, around the 40. Right. Point. But here's yeah. the beauty of it all. All right. If you play your cards right at least more than half of the time. I think by the time you hit 38, you're also, you're not in golden years, obviously. You're not like completely carefree, but you are at the point where I think Todd and I are, um, are you have a little extra money in which you can do whatever you want to do with it um, as if you were a young kid, you know? Yeah, you built you built some security right. and and some, you know, financial whateverness. And yeah, no, no, because yeah, right at about the point where your body starts to give up like the rest of your life if you played your cards somewhat decently starts to perk right. up. It it helps. So it's it is it. it is sort of a trade-off. Right. Like my 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 lower back is utter shit, but I'm currently standing in like the the game room of my dreams. Right. So, you know, I is it worth the lower back? Eh, it, it depends when you ask me. I think <laughs> right, right. When I last night, when I was sitting down here with you know four to eight other people, playing, kicking some role playing games, just loving life. You know, the, the lower back really wasn't bothering me at that point. <laughs> right. Other things were on my mind, so you know, I'll take that's, it. And that that's kind of where we're at, I think, in in many aspects. Is you know, we, yes, there's some there's some downfalls, but. We, we have some positives. So this year saw a lot of positives, I think, for, for both of us. I think we gained oh, yeah. another Saskatchewan if the, if, if the Spotify yes. wrapped was correct. So thank you, guys. That's right. Um, but but in, in many cases. Good job, yeah. eh? <laughs> we just lost one now. <laughs> Damn, Damn it. We were so, we were we were so, so well. close by the end of the year. Net zero. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. So, Todd, yeah. we l- let me ask you this. Let's start off with uh, with your your big transition. When? So, when did indeed did you actually move? So we we moved. The moving day was April Fool's wow. Day. It was April April first. So, yeah, we got the new house, which is just there. There's there's rarely a day goes by that Abby or, or I don't look at each other and say, "God damn, I love this house." Um. <laughs> It's just super nice. Like, and we didn't hate the condo. Like the condo was fine. Like we didn't have complaints about it. It's not like we left there because we hated right. it. Um, it's just, this place is just so much nicer in ways that we didn't, re- you know, you ever have that thing to where you, you don't realize that you've got a good thing until something like points it out oh, to sure. you. And then you're like, Oh shit, this, that is pretty freaking sweet. It's like that on a, you know, near daily. Right. Basis. Um, 
you know, sometimes just the simple things of like, we'll be out on the back, on the back deck, which I have a back deck, um, you know, having a cigarette or whatever. And Trudy will be romping around and one of us will look at the other and be like, I'm so glad Trudy has a yard. Right. Because she wasn't miserable, but every time she left the house, we had to put a harness on her and walk her around and she gets sketchy around other dogs and just whatever. Now she can just roll up and play. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it uh, – there's a, there's obviously a saying, but it's too early in the morning, and I'm not thinking you know, st- strongly enough. But for the most part, there is some type of like saying, like experiences. You don't, you don't know what you have until you go experience different things, right? So mm-hmm. it was for us. Like we were super happy when we were living in our little country home in Rayland, Ohio. But when we moved to the big city of Wheeling, like a DoorDash existed. Delivery – like we could drive somewhere within five <laughs> right. minutes. It was so incredibly crazy. So it's just one of those things like, you know, try different things, experience life, you know, try to experience other things. So that way you get yourself out of a comfort zone and you you allow yourself, you know, to know, hey, this, you know, we might like it here, but things could be better. That's enjoyable. So you you had yourself a uh, new, new house and, and, and that happened mid-April. So we chalked that up as it's, you know, a 2023 win uh, moving Absolutely. to uh, – your new establishment and we we can chalk that in i will say one of my major wins for the year was and we discussed it on an earlier podcast if you've been with us was uh our my team my uh family's voyage initial voyage to disneyland that is uh that's a pretty huge thing for us mind you it wasn't like we've tried well because how many years have you been going to disney world at this point oh we've we we started going as a family in 2014, so it's been about 10 years, and on even year, it's been one to four vacations down that way. Right, so conservatively, you've probably gone at least 30 times, let's say, and you've just now been able to go to go to the original over in California. That's been the case. No, it was, it was quite fantastic. You know, I've uh, explained to many, and many people always say that it has like the charm. It's quaint and small compared to Walt Disney World, and I think it's just a matter of expectations. One of the good news, one of the good things is, is like I was very much aware of what I was getting. Like I think some people blindly think that they're going and they're going to get another Disney World, and you know, it'd be huge, and uh, you know, four theme parks and stuff. Well, I've been following Disneyland for ten years as well, right? So I knew what we were getting. So my expectations were dead on, and it lived <laughs> up to my expectations. You know, if anything, like I'm already jonesing to go back. So like that's how much I enjoyed it and thought it was amazing. So we're, uh, you know, pr- I'm pretty jazzed about it. But for the most part, it was the first time my kids, a lot of the kids, flew on a plane. First oh. time, you know. You know, Hunter could remember it first time for miles. Now, Lainey, Lainey kind of skipped. She got to fly on a plane like the week before because, of course, her school took her to, you know, key, the Florida Keys for a sea camp. So, of course, it yeah. was supposed to be our first time. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'm not complaining no. about that. No. So we made. Yeah. So we made ourselves over. So we actually taught, you know, got to check off a couple states off of our list. You know, so we stopped in uh, Nevada, you know, in Las Vegas, flyover. We stopped in Colorado, nice. I think Denver. Uh, so and then we obviously have California. So we we got to, you know, see some different landscapes and different, um, you know, different areas. So that was pretty darn cool. And we also not through this trip, but we found that, you know, Miles is a lot more chill, <laughs> which is good. Um, so oh, there's nice. always that potential. 
you know, for those who listen to the Disneyland origin story, um, originally we wanted to drive across the country. That's what got us all geared up. We were going to do like right. the whole Route 66. So maybe that's in the future. Maybe that is a, you know, something that could happen that we could recap in 2024. But for right now, marking Disneyland off the list was uh, quite incredible. There's also a big thing, Todd, that I know that was pretty incredible for you. And it also deals with your uh, your new house. Yes. Clue us in with another big advancement, a big goal or a big, uh, big item in 2023 that you accomplished. Yes. So, you know, I've always wanted to have, you know, a space for myself because in the condo, like I had a space. You know, there was there was part of the finished side of the basement that had like my office and computer set up and whatnot. And there was the un- unfinished side of the basement where I had a folding table and a couple of benches where I had all my miniature painting stuff and whatnot. The new house has what we refer to as room six, which is a giant basement space that has all of the above, which also includes a, a sizable gaming area. So I got myself a, ta- a you know, three by five counter height table to play in. And that was nice. And then Kickstarter, because all of my stories seem to involve a Kickstarter in some form or fashion. Uh, There was a Kickstarter for uh, 3D printed game table accessories, for lack of a better word, where basically you you can print this modular situation to go around your game table to like add cup holders and places to put tokens and all sorts of fun stuff like that. So... I'm going to say probably somewhere between eight to 12 spools of uh, filament later and <laughs> weeks, weeks of printing. I now have just probably the most super kick-ass game table that I've, I've ever physically laid eyes on. I, I've seen, I saw it coming together. Not really sure what I was seeing, but I mean, obviously you talk <laughs> enough that you're like, well, this is where we're at. And I did this and this and it, and just the, the grand scale of how this was created reminded me of like the great wall of China. You <laughs> just the amount of effort you can see Todd's game table from outer space. That's how amazing it is. It is that epic. That's been one of the, the major advancements. And I, you know, it's one of those things where like I made it. I'm like, this is awesome. This is a game table. But a game table without players is kind of, eh. Right. It's, a, it's only so good at that point, which takes me to the next related realm of advancement this year. And that is, shockingly enough, we're going to go back to Kickstarter here, Eric. Kickstarter. <laughs> there was a, uh, a role-playing game that was on Kickstarter called Shadow Dark. Uh, right. Which is an, an old-school uh, sort of retro clone of Dungeons and Dragons. That's a very, very rules light sort of rule set. Very, very gritty and grim that I fell in love with and kickstarted it in one of the, you know, highest levels, of course. And that inspired me to kind of go back to my early days of planning for role-playing sessions where back in the day, it was all just freeform. Like you just made the shit up, like you made up your own world. And you know, right. stuff happened. Nowadays, the trend is more towards you know published campaigns. People have their whole a whole world laid out for them that you can then play in. I started making my own again, which again I haven't done since high school. And much to my surprise, young daughter Lily and her friends were looking for a new game to get in on. So now every Tuesday, I've got a group of. Anywhere from four to eight players that show up here in room six. 
to enjoy the table. And that's also a pretty big fun accomplishment for me to get back yeah. into running a game and not just running a game, but running a game in a world that I'm creating as we go. It's, it's pretty freaking fantastic, Eric. Right. Real life stuff there. Yeah. You're, you're in the flesh. That's um, right. I will say this is, I don't know if it's an accomplishment or not. Um, I, I believe this was the first year that I started playing D and D with you on Monday nights. I think that was 2023. Was it, oh, did we yeah. start in 2023 or yeah. I feel like you started playing and I was in the new house. Because I don't remember you right. playing with us in, in the old place. So, yeah. Right. That's right. right. We converted you. Uh-huh. Right. Well, the year prior, you were converted to fantasy football um, and had your best year ever. And then uh, this year, not so much for either one of us. Uh, but it, but needless to say, the, the campaign started. Um, and one of the major things was, you know, it wasn't even in the in the cards. It wasn't like you play fantasy and I'll play D and D, but it did it did work it did work out well because it came in handy playing a couple games of D and D. And now we play, you know, uh, <laughs> I would say every Monday. But let's be real, we play as much as as many Mondays as we can without somebody having some type of, uh, you know. But that is virtually. Yeah, scheduling game times for adults is is much harder than play dates for the young folk. Which makes your in-person game even more immaculate and and impressive. Oh, because oh yeah, you know, virtually it's even difficult. Let alone oh to have people show up at a place and do stuff. Oh yeah, no, it's been glorious. Right. I could I could not be happier about that situation. To kind of probably put like the cherry on top of the ice cream here. Uh, you were talking about having a game table, and it's kind of no good to have a game table without actually you know gamers and games. Um, I on the other right. hand. Uh, accomplished my lifelong dream ever since I was probably the age of 16 and there will be no, yeah. there'll be no gamers. And I, and I'm very well aware of that and I don't <laughs> care. And this makes, and so this is the statement that everybody, and I've been telling people that this is where, you know, you either lose a ton of respect for me or you gain some this, the year 2023 in October, I think m- maybe days after my birthday, I finally accomplished my goal and purchased a full-size wrestling ring yeah you did so for those who have known me for quite some time uh obviously you know there's plenty of episodes in the archive that you could dig through but there's probably a backyard wrestling episode which what i've done and you know as a youngster and then there might be an episode where i talked about me actually wrestling semi-professionally you know uh, about 20 matches in front of people in an actual ring then there's moments where I went and helped out and helped build a you know a website for a local federation and then ended up doing interviews and video stuff and all this jazz. And then slowly but surely, you know, I introduced you to a wrestling for your first wrestling show was 2023. That's right. That was that I I'd almost but, forgotten about that accomplishment. I went to my first wrestling right. gig. But um, over the years, it's been this the joke, you know. And literally, when I was early on, I actually wanted a wrestling ring because I wanted to be a wrestler, you know. So when I was sixty, right. and I, every time I had a house or somewhere, I always scoped out like, all right, can I fit a sixteen by sixteen <laughs> square here with enough room to jump off the top rope or this or that? So my old house is there. You you know you'd always I was like, all right, there's a backyard there. Oh, we're gonna make a you know backyard here and all this. And it was always just one of those things where I'm like, yeah, one day I'll just get it. And I had aspirations of being young enough. Well, as we talk earlier on the show here, <laughs> that's not necessarily the dream anymore. But it was a matter of like I set out and I told enough people that I wanted to accomplish this goal that if I don't do it. Then essentially, I, you know, I'm like anybody else that says, oh, I wish I did that. You're a failure. I'm a a phony, you know. (laughs) Um, So the opportunity came above, you know, and I 
run into people and I was on Facebook and sure enough, a friend of a friend shared a post that's like, Hey, I'm looking to offload this 16 by 16 ring. And I'm in, you know, <laughs> McMechan, I think West Virginia. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I've been eyeballing it because I had, I really did feel that on my birthday, I was just going to order one. I've been eyeballing them online and they're a pretty penny. We're like, oh, yeah. you know, a good wrestling ring from scratch is, you know, five figures, you know, in terms of spending money, like they're, they're pricey. And then you got to work. And that's not even including wood or transportation or hauling. It's just like, this is the iron and this or the, or the metal pieces and so forth. Um, so I've been eyeballing them. I was just like, I'm just going to put it on a credit card just so I could say I did it and mark that off the list. So it's no longer like <laughs> taunting me, you know, this is a thing I wanted to accomplish and mark it off. And then sure enough, man. And that was probably, you know, I probably started thinking about mid day, mid through the year, you know, maybe like June. I'm like, maybe that should do this. Like, can I, can I make enough, you know, play money to buy it myself or just F it, just put it on a card. Uh, sure enough, you know, when this happened, I've already thought about it, already researched, I already looked at all the options and here it was a freaking wrestling ring, less than 15 minutes away, all the wood, all the pieces, everything complete set, so to speak. And sitting there, sitting there with the amount of play money I had in my bank account that I could just buy for frivolous, stupid shit. And so I sent a message back and forth. Next thing you know, is I'm talking to beast man, which is the professional wrestler that had it. And he runs a federation down here. Um, he's a local, but uh, he goes by beast man and just so happened. Beast man was getting married. So he needed to offload his second ring. Cause he had two, he bought a brand new one. He needed to off this one because it was going to help pay for the wedding. So I got it on a heck of a right. deal. And you know, needless to say, make that, make that call. I get my buddy, Jerry come up and we got ourselves a U-Haul. And of course they gave us the U-Haul that was too small. So <laughs> and they were close. So they were, we, it was like a drop off. So we managed to, I wouldn't say illegally, but we figured out how to get 16 foot planks in a 10 foot U-Haul <laughs> and, and make it up a giant steep Hills and make it through the back you know, area, unload it in my garage. And here's the fun thing is that Although this was for me in accomplishing a goal, uh, Lainey, the, my daughter, she has become a wrestling enthusiast and probably enjoys oh, yeah. it just as much as I do. Uh, and oh, when 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 you took me to the wrestling deal here in here in Columbus, the the way the seating ended up being is you were down kind of like one end, and I was actually sitting next to Lainey, and it was actually Lainey that was giving me the all right. Here's who this person right. is. Oh, we like this right. guy. Oh, no, we don't like this person. Like she was the the little pro wrestling Wikipedia uh -huh. sidekick that I right. needed. Uh, and it worked out pretty yeah. well. So yeah. she was actually, and we talked about earlier how she flew down to the the Keys for her field trip. This is a random field trip that the school paid for, and we sent her down there. Well, it just so happened that I bought the ring while she was down there. And she was coming back oh, on a right. Friday. And this ring, mind you, is 40 goddamn huge planks of wood. Four oh, giant yeah. metal sides. These turnbuckles, just like it was not. And so for those not aware, I have a huge basement underneath my garage. So it's there's a garage and then there's a huge place. And the previous owners used to play tennis down there. They used to hit a tennis ball off the wall. So the ceilings are real high and it's just mind and like of course when i see this i'm like perfect for a wrestling ring like my brain was all and of course <laughs> it was perfect for a wrestling ring and i don't know what in me over the months prior 
had me straightening up that area because of course that room was filled with boxes i call it mom's apartment oh, yeah. because essentially when mom passed away i took all her stuff and it's down there well over the last in the summertime i just bought a whole bunch of like um shelves and everything was on the exterior walls almost as if i knew this was going to be embarked on me <laughs> so so honestly when that happened i spent the next day and a half just cleaning the crap out moving and getting everything in place hunter and i carried everything down from the top garage up the front of the house all the way down the hill in there and got it constructed and then i have an epic video of where we surprised laney i said lauren go down there and film this i'm going to tell laney i need something from there and her reaction when she saw a full goddamn sized wrestling ring in our basement was priceless and thus and since then, for those who are not aware, I, I have done this trick where it's almost like opening Willy Wonka's like, you know, the, the door to the land, like the whatever it is. Right. Um, the way it's set up in the basement is there's like a couple doors and you walk them through. So you you don't really tell them what they're going to see. But when they open this door and there's this freaking wrestling ring in a basement, people go like their mouths drop, um, which is a fun effect. Oh, yeah. You do not expect that as much as you you've talked about wrestling and how you you aspired to get this wrestling ring like no one actually expected it to actually happen and so when you open the door and you see it you're like holy shit is this reality yeah. and then i you know we get people in and it's fun to bunch, uh, bump around and of course the question is like what are you doing eric no i'm not having a wrestling federation and no i'm certainly literally <laughs> i can't pick up a toy box without throwing it back out and now just by sitting i have issues with my neck believe me i'm not trying to get back into wrestling i'm not quite there um and or will ever be but you know at the end of the day i did get free wrestling lessons from beastman for laney whenever she chooses to accept that so maybe laney and miles you know i think hunter's a little far off i don't think hunter wants to be one but the the other two enjoy it but that that you know was a nice little um accomplishment that the year 2023 gave to me you know disneyland and a damn wrestling ring like damn it was a good year heck yeah and and same like new house new digs new new I, awesome space to to work and play in new new game table 2023 has been a pretty okay year, I, I dare say. And, and and here's to 2024, where Todd gets his full-size Millennium Falcon. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, that, you know, because you go into your new house right. and figure out where you can, you know, where you can place your, your wrestling ring. Every place I've gone into, you know, when we were looking to, to, to find new digs, we checked out a couple of houses. And, you know, I'm looking in the backyard. Is there space to construct a full-size millennium maybe Falcon. i mean i think maybe uh, we maybe a two-quarter or three-quarter scale or something in that aspect i'm sure we can get one that you can actually get in <laughs> even if it's just a portion like it's half of maybe just Falcon. a cockpit like in the, the lounge the lounge half the cargo bay and the cargo but like it's just that side of the millennium falcon like i'd be happy with that you just build the other half like right. into a wall so it looks like it's in you know hangar bay you know 94 or whatever on tatooine and th that'll work I'm, I'm a you know i'm a simple man with with basic needs of you know simulated light freighter spacecraft available to me at all times that's that's all let's make it happen and you've shown eric dreams can come true so i just need i just need beast man so, so is it is it Mrs. Beastman or you know, is she Beast that's Woman? That's a good question. At this but, point, Todd, you don't need a Beast Man. What you need to look for is a good sidekick Wookie, who has uh, one to offload. That's true. 
That's true. I got to brush up on my uh, Shiri Wook and all the other good Wookie culture well, stuff. Well, I have I have a good DVD documentary you can watch um, around this time of year that'll that about life <laughs> about day. life maybe day life maybe life day will happen <laughs> and you'll find yourself uh, a nice Millennium Falcon uh, with a bow on it in your backyard for Christmas. That would be spectacular. <laughs> so, any other thoughts? No, Todd, I think it's fun that we, you know, we do things out of order and uh, this is a good retrospective before That's Christmas, right. but after Christmas, we'll actually give you a, a wonderful Christmas present to our most devote and uh, our, our, our best listeners. And I dare say, so enjoy this episode, enjoy yourself a Christmas. Hopefully you get yourself a ring or a millennium Falcon or whatever your 2023 goal is because the year's not over people. That's right. There's still time. And and at season seven with a Canadian bang. Fantastic. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, listeners. Hopefully your year has gone as splendidly as ours has. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Thank you.